to Test Pilot, the podcast where you may as well watch the whole show instead. I'm your host, Mark, and as always, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Cassie and Kale. Hi. Happy, happy to be here. <laughs> okay. And we have a very special episode today. We are joined by a uh, our resident sleuth, sleuth hound. Yeah. If you've listened to this show before, you might remember this guest. From you might remember this big-titted animal. <coughs> Jesus fucking Christ. It's me. It's Mel. I'm so happy to be here. It's Mel. Yay. It's my Yay. big titted animal. It's my one. See, I love her. See, yeah, yeah. It's good to have you here, Mel. I was gonna I was gonna do your list of credits before before you came on, but But Kale had other things to I think say. I think they all know. I think I think the listeners out there, they know. They know what, what's They've happening. been gagging for a Mel episode. But the thing mm-hmm. is you've only ever done up until this point, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I probably am, you've only ever done sleuthy mystery whodunits yeah and i'm including chuck in that because the mystery is why the fuck would anyone watch chuck (laughs) yeah we really i i remember uh watching that one with her because i i I did chuck with you as well didn't i yeah you're on chuck yeah yeah and i I remember watching that and i was like mal i'm just gonna let you know i don't think anyone's gonna like this one no (laughs) one's gonna be on your on your side for this one because chuck she did love chuck I mean, we could do Chuck again if you want. If you want to do another Passover Chuck. I mean, perhaps we could cast ourselves in a little bit of a remake of Chuck. Okay. I want to play um I want to play that dickhead who died in the first episode <laughs> and then like up uploaded his brain to the in, into the brain into computer. the brain computer. Fuck, I completely then... blocked out Chuck. I don't know what you guys. <laughs> that guy's like around. did the imprint onto the Chuck. Yeah, do you remember that guy's like I've already got like a second to live. I'm gonna encrypt images to uh, have all my thoughts on them and send it to that get... send it to that nerd that yeah. I that I made fun of and bullied. Some dudes in the next room like, do you want me to wait while you do this completely like really difficult thing before you? Someone's die? in the white screen room. You guys look Jesus out. Fucking Christ. We have to do gender reversals though. So Cassie would play Chuck. I'd be incredible. Jesus Christ. You would be. I would get an Oscar and I know it's a TV show, but I'd still get an Oscar. Mm. I'd be the short friend. Yeah, Chuck's sick. How do we usually do this? I know how we usually do this. Let's hit, let's, let's serve you up with a little something called Fast Facts. Fast. The show we're doing today is Murder, She Wrote. It aired from 1984 to 1996, had 12 seasons with 264 episodes. Whoa. Oh. Overall on IMDb, Murder, She Wrote has a 7.1, and the pilot episode, The Murder of Sherlock Holmes, has an 8.0. All right, so we got we got pretty high scores for pilot. What's that? Oh. Oh, what's that? What, what? is that? What? What's a happening? Bit of, just a little bit of a Murder, She Wrote jingle. <laughs> Do okay. it. Okay. No freestyle. Murder. 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 And that's she all we have time it. for. She that, wrote no, no, it. I'm sorry, Cassie. I saw wow. where you were going with that. Yeah. And that's gonna... all we have time for. Oh, my God. And that's all we have time for. But that was the jingle of, of this fun little show. By Little, uh, it was about an hour and 30 minutes. <laughs> and wasn't as much a show as it was a night. Bad way to die. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of stuff that happened. Yeah, I really fucking hate when all these shows come in and heaps of stuff happens in them. It's like fucking just like... Chill yeah, out. But you know how sometimes the stuff in a show You're going to love Vanderpump Rules. Is what? Is relevant? Yeah, you, I'm, that's, that's the kind of shit I don't like. Yeah, I like yeah. shows so you where you- this. I like to watch an old woman run for <laughs> oh, at least yeah. five Twice. to six scenes. Uh, I, like to, uh, I like to have everyone be really nice to a woman for no reason. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what I like in shows. 
I like, two I like men for, weren't nice to her. There were like two men for, that weren't very nice. I like nice. for old men to hit on old women in my TV shows. This show is... I was really disappointed that we didn't get to watch them fuck. Absolutely. Yeah, true. Because this show is definitely an old person's wet dream. Yeah. Because um, it, all it is is just like an old person being old and then everyone it, not only accepting it, but loving it and being like, give me more. Tell I, me more. I was honestly waiting for the scene where someone came in and just said, cut it out. Yeah. Or what are you doing S- here? Stop being old. <laughs> what are you doing here on my TV? <laughs> Aren't you dead yet? Someone just clicking at me like, who are you? Yeah. Someone's and- dead. <laughs> oh, uh, she's still alive. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I was about to say, I know you're all wondering, but she is alive. She's 27. And- <laughs> 27. She's 27. She's found the fountain of youth and has gone back. <laughs> she's reversed the time aging. Oh, wait. Okay. How old do you think she was when this was filmed? This like a- first episode. How old were 64. all the dinosaurs? Okay, so we've got 64. <laughs> no, Mark. no, no, no. I want to make my actual guess 68. Okay, 68. Okay. I reckon... I reckon she was like a late 50. No, you fucking idiot. 59. What? Uh, yeah. She was actually 59. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was exactly 59, <laughs> but thought, a rough 59. Yeah, yeah not she a good 59. Older. Not a good 59. My mum looks much better and she's 63. Hey, mum, you're sexy. Hey, mum, you're also beautiful yeah. and you're I don't, pff, older than that even. Yeah. So, she smoked yeah. a lot. She smoked a lot. She looked like uh, a sort of a diseased chipmunk if I was to describe <laughs> what her face looked. I'm not talking about my mum. I'm talking about the woman in the show. Look, I, like her, because her face is very round and she's got those little cheek pockets. I don't know. That are starting to droop. A diseased chipmunk is, that that's what I'm That worries me because in. I have chipmunk cheeks and one day they're going to droop. But you won't look diseased. I just you know why? Because you, you take care of your shit. I, I just think if Angela Lansbury isn't safe on this podcast, like who is? You know what I mean? Yeah, like a national treasure like her. Like sure, she's an old dump truck. Yeah, we can all agree on that. She's an old dump truck. That's right. That's my line. Yeah. Don't you dare take my dump truck. (laughs) Would you say she's got, what was it, monster titties? Well, big titty. Is she a big titty animal? Yeah, is she a big titty animal? No. Big titty animal is something you say about people you love. (laughs) Cassie. We saw her running. Cassie, you're a big titty animal in my book. She didn't have very big boobs at all. Yeah. Yeah, Well, if she's running, because I'll tell you, I don't run. (laughs) The best thing about. Fucking um, hurts. Am I right, Mel? Yeah, three sports bras. So, okay, we're going to jump into the show now. Fair warning to the to the listening audience. This is like this is going to go one of two ways. <laughs> the listening audience, the listening audience, yeah, so okay. which there could the only be the wanking audience, which well, is Andy. Again. Actually, we do have some people that like to smell the podcast, and <laughs> and I and I do mail I do mail outs uh, each episode <laughs> of how I think that the room. Uh, it's a it's a mixture. I put a bit of room smell in there. I yep. put a bit of like relevance to the show in there Mm -hmm. so as you remember last week we did angel so i just fucking shit in a bag and yeah. sent that out. I think that, I think, yeah, no, yeah. I liked Angel. How you did like you? Angel. I turned you yeah, against we Angel. we didn't like Angel. So I shit you. in the bag, but then you put little stickers of like swords and axes like he has on his wall. <laughs> yeah, shit was cool. So, okay, so this is going to go one of two ways. We're either going to talk about this show in a lot of detail and- um, No, thank you. I, I it's going to get really fucked up towards the end because it's very long and um, we're going to get very tired and we're all going to get angry at each other. And, <laughs> and, and, and Mark's going to get passionate aggressive. In I, I want to say you're all already pretty angry at me because my oh, behavior. Shut the out. fuck <laughs> up. Or the other way, yeah. we're going to miss a lot of scenes. We're going to skip over scenes. Please. And um, I don't think we're going to do that way because uh, I think I think Angela has earned our goddamn respect. Mel, so take us in. in a, well, it doesn't look like a play. We think it's like the show. Yeah. yeah. And 
don't starts know, with a woman, woman screaming Roger, yeah. don't hurt me or something. Roger. Yeah. Yeah. She's walking down the stairs in a spooky house, and the, you assume that huh, the show's called Murder She Wrote. This she about to be murdered. You heard, right? Yeah. I mean, like, I think everyone that was a sentence. I think everyone in the watching it was like, well, this is like a movie or yeah. something, like a movie yeah, within a movie. And um, then yeah, the woman screams don't kill me or something, but then she just stands there. Uh, but then the director yells cut and like he play. wants, yeah, it's a play. He wants it to be better and he's yelling things. And then three old ladies at the back stand up and say, we're the refreshment committee. Where the do you co- want the cookie, us? The cookie women. Cookie, the fudge. Oh, okay. So these dumb old women. Yeah. They're the, what? the refreshment committee. I don't get it. <laughs> they're the ones who give food to the like actors and actresses. Then they should have been there. They're like craft services. Yeah, but maybe nah, they're early. I reckon you guys are wrong. I reckon what they are, I reckon. <laughs> and, and by the way, it is an hour and a half <laughs> and I understand that, but I really want to get to the bottom of what the refreshment committee is. <laughs> so what I One think. One of them was th- making macaroons. Okay, what I think the refreshment committee yeah. is, I think that they set up a stall on opening night yep. and people can buy snacks and drinks to watch and eat when they see the play. I agree, actually, because she said, I'll see it tomorrow. Mark, that's catering. And I think that's what er- everyone said they were. Uh, <laughs> this one over here said craft services. Okay? That's catering. <laughs> okay, it's, not ca- it's, not, it's not catering because people have to buy it. You have to buy catering too a lot of the time. I don't know what I'm saying. but You're I'm, a moron. No, you guys all thought it was for the crew. I'm but saying it's, it's for the crew. audience. And if it's an expensive enough show, then... No, but it wasn't. It wasn't like a proper showing. Yeah, they were. They weren't supposed so that was to be a, there. It was a rehearsal. Yeah, and they got they got chewed out by this this guy because they weren't supposed to be. He there. called them cookie ladies. Yeah, and he called one of them the N word. <laughs> that was full on. Yeah, it was crazy. It, was it wasn't. It wasn't that he said. There. He said, "You old crusted N word." Yeah. and that was <laughs> brutal. It was yeah. a wild creative choice, but it worked. Yeah, they, anyway, she wasn't even. Worked. She wasn't even. Black. Yeah. So just to go back to the uh, the oh catering, God. they're they're the refreshments committee, okay? Yep. And you've got three women in the refreshments committee, all easily over the age of sixty. Well, in in show, yes. Well, in we real thought life, Lansbury was too. She's fifty nine. Well, maybe we're going for a Golden Girls thing with these three. Maybe we're not. Maybe we're getting a spinoff. Maybe we're getting a Golden Girls spinoff. A little interesting tidbit is there act- was a Golden Girls spinoff. Oh, well, we can go into that. Go, go for it. Go off, Queen. What's it called? Golden Graves. They like move. Come on, because they'd all hotel. be dead. They move to a and they run a hotel. Nah, really? That absolutely didn't. That happen. did happen. Cassie, I know I always How say you're wrong, but this sounds like I bullshit. love Were they nothing all in more. It? Uh, no. Is grandma still alive? Golden girls. I love it when Cassie's challenged and she does this thing with her lips, where she's like. And she like pur- she purses duck lip sort of thing. And she's do. like, "Oh, really, motherfucker!" And then she yeah. gets all ready. Now she's just on her phone. It boom, was called bam. the Golden Palace. Yeah, who and was in it? Uh, was Betty White, Rue McClanahan, Estelle Getty. So just all of them except for B. Arthur. B. Oh. Arthur was oh, the she best was my part, favorite. and it only ran for a year. Yeah, yeah. Well, B. Arthur was best friends in real life with Angela Lansbury, um, which we're, we're, is that true? That is true, but she never appeared on the show. I um, can't see them hanging out. Well, sorry. Well, because one <laughs> no, has like, talent, I, and the other one looks like a diseased chipmunk. <laughs> yeah. So one of the three women is Jessica Fletcher. So we meet Angela Lansbury's character for the first time. Did anyone else hate her voice? Uh, can't. <laughs> What did it sound like? That was really good. <laughs> Hello! Terrible. 
Oh, let me tell you something, which is that I know the answer to the entire play that's going on here. So it was a shame that the uncle, she in was fact, real- was the one that killed everybody in the play that you're now trying to do, darling. She was a real fucking know-it-all. And I'm yeah. going to do the same thing, that I knew who the killer was in this episode very early. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 We, I think Mark yeah. was kind of proud of that, but now I think he realizes that everyone- I'm becoming less and less proud of that <laughs> fact. Yeah. Uh, opening credit. <laughs> Um, lots of well, running. Well, let, let me just let me just go back to, <laughs> to the, the refreshments. refreshments yeah. <laughs> okay, three women. Yes. What they do in their spare time? Yep. Is okay. they make juices and sodas of of various flavors. They were actually trying to introduce kombucha, oh, but it was a bit too early for no the way. times. Not in no Maine. Never do you know that Maine. that was Angela Lansbury's nickname? But it was pronounced Come differently. Butcher. They used to they used to pronounce her the cum butcher. Right. Oh. Yeah. Because she gets it done. Let she me does. put it that way. The refreshments. <laughs> no, what what I what I actually want to say is the important thing, because we, we did silly voices and and someone tried to talk about a Golden Girls reboot reboot <laughs> when other people weren't interested. <laughs> what she does to the man, and I I will mention this man was of average age. Younger than the refreshments committee for sure. Average age. But older than a baby. We must admit that. Between the ages of baby and refreshments committee. Middle age. (laughs) Middle age. Average age? Well, the way I see it is there's not that many babies. Okay. If you if you put them all in I mean like the size wise of a baby. If you put them all in well, you don't want to put them all in a room. Yeah, that room's gonna stink. (laughs) The, the important thing, what I'm trying to get to, is this average age man had had he was putting on a play. That's right. And Angela, <laughs> flappy lips, Lasberry, the cum butcher, the cum butcher herself. She was like, "Oh, I. It was a good play. I wouldn't have even guessed that the, the uncle was the killer." To which the man's like, "Oh, whoa, 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 wait, wait. Yeah, you must have read the script." And she's like, "No, I just put the pieces together." Round what we're doing here is we're just basically saying like, hold on a second, old Fletcher Jones, what's her name? Jessica Fletcher. Jessica Fletcher. She's a little bit of a sleuth. Oh. She can figure shit out. Oh, what? She, what? Just from, just from watching a play, she's put the the, she's the ending together just by watching sp- specific scenes. Yeah, and didn't they see the murderer? In that, I guess he was wearing a mask. He's wearing, he a, mask, wearing a mask. Yeah, mask. he was wearing like a. He looked like an old style executioner. He did. He did. We didn't. We didn't go into that as much. I think we we were all pretty interested in the refreshments committee. Yeah. Opening credits. I hate you. <laughs> Lots of running. Uh, she's on a bike at one point. Arguably the second to third best scene in the whole. I mean, show? I was Definitely. I was enamored by the refreshments committee scene. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. They so, are they are stronger together. Unfortunately, yeah. they're not together for the rest of the show. Pretty much. The hard thing is, it's like it's like looking at a really good painting, mm-hmm. like a Mad Men magazine centerfold, you know? Of course, the best kind of painting. The best kind of yeah, art. And then after that, like going to like an art show and like seeing like Mona Lisa or something like that. Yeah. Like you, people are going to be- I'd throw a pie at Mona Lisa. Yeah, Mona, she's got to get pied. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you that for free. <laughs> I'd deface that. How come no one's defaced that yet? Yeah, I know. Wait, Can we wait. also talk about the fact that like, I don't think I'm- I don't think I'm going out on a limb here or, or creating new content by saying no. that that's a trash piece of art. Oh, God, no, no, no. It's, it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. 
2022. We should be defacing art, people. Yeah. Fuck the Grow patriarchy. Grow up. You know what? what I mean? Mona Lisa is patriarchy. She is. She is. <laughs> she the is patriarchy. patriarchy. Why yeah. are we just outraged about more shit that doesn't matter? Yeah. Fuck. Fuck marshmallows, bro. Yeah, dude. Like, what are we doing? What's it's happening? 2022. I love They're not that good. No, I love that. No, I no and I, I mean, the, and pink ones? Yeah. Oh. Pink ones are the best the ones. Oh, my God. No, pink God. ones taste different. Taste the same. I think yeah. it's because I played the Chubby Bunny game. And Chubby like, Bunny? You can't to, say that. You not in today's climate. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And then it would just slide down the back of your throat. And what are you? I stopped listening. Marshmallows can't very, slide I'm down. I'm very turned on. Okay. <laughs> Like, I'm going to need a minute. Chubby bunny is what she calls my penis. (laughs) (laughs) Jessica, (laughs) Jessica Fletcher, you have scenes of, oh, okay. So we, a lot of talk these last couple of weeks have been about opening credits. Okay. Yeah. And And how you feel about people being named in them. We've been Goldilocks'd. We've had some that are, we've not been Goldilocks yet. Actually, they've all just been long. This one went for 15 minutes straight and you had Angela... Jessica Flexions, she goes running. Mm. Here's, so, so I want to I guess here. I'm going to guess that you liked this one more than the past few weeks' episodes, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Because the previous ones have just been like, ha-ha, smiling people, looking at the camera, waving with their names popping up, like Ab- we give a shit. Absolutely. Right? I hate when people smile. Whereas this one <laughs> was not like a pre- film thing it was it was showing her in Maine running through the streets showing that she's a healthy woman yeah. for her age yeah she was pretty healthy which is a diseased chipmunk age yeah <laughs> way beyond her years in look relatively 59. young right middle-aged ish nah. well I mean I, I guess I, she is middle-aged no she's 97 now so we'll wait till she dies and then we'll decide we'll decide yeah, we don't know what her middle age was <laughs> yeah um, but, it, you know, you saw her climbing up. A, she was at the top of a ladder at one point. And, yeah. Is that bitch doing up a ladder? I don't know. That was, uh, sorry, that, I'm, just, I'm just saying what I was ah, saying when yes. I was watching that show. That's right. She <laughs> waves at a boy who like, comes past on a bike. A really uh, and, that's when, and that boy waves back. Yeah. And you know what I said at that point? I went, who that? <laughs> who that? Exactly. <laughs> who that boy on that bike? I think she runs three separate times. And did you notice on the third time she was not smiling anymore? <laughs> <laughs> that's because, the that's because they've been like filming it yeah. on the same day. And by the end, she's like, <laughs> I didn't fucking sign up for this. She's a she smoker. Like, yeah. Smoked her whole life. And she's, they made her run yeah. a fuck Yeah, that's load. cruel. Yeah. And it ends okay. the credit scenes. <laughs> yeah. With her hearing yeah, her did phone this ringing. Make a sandwich at one point? Uh, probably. I'm pretty sure at one she point she made so a sandwich. Much. I think it was showing her all the things she does in one day, which is wakes up, runs, wake up, waves at a boy, a does runs. some shopping, runs, waves yeah. makes a sandwich, runs, and yeah. then makes it home in time to hear her phone ringing. Yeah. So she runs inside. Can we talk about the fact where they could have just like had the phone ring when she was closer? Because when well, she's running oh, yeah. and then the phone rings. And Again, then, they're very invested in making her But run. she's on the street outside yeah. her house and she hears it from in her But house. it turns it turns from like a, a run to like a panic. Like a, oh shit. Where, oh, she's, shit, like, oh, where shit. she's like sprinting towards the house yeah. being like, no, I must get the phone. They didn't have voice messages in those days. Yeah, but I was so confused because is that how every credit scene ends? Like she always gets a phone call from the street? Oh, shit. Surely not. No, no. I, I thought that was funky though, how they so put the credits into the show. I thought that was funky. I reckon episode two, it's just like cuts to her. <laughs> Wait, falling it, off. The hold ladder. up, hold up, hold up, hold up, Cassie. 
Isn't Murder, She Wrote, like, famously the credits are her going, like, a ding, ding, ding on the typewriter, and then she pulls it out. I think and you're she, right, yeah. And she, like, throws the paper, and it, like, flings around the room, and then it lands Maybe on, Maybe like, this a, was just the credits for the telly yeah, movie. Because I, I, I think the credits to Murder, She Wrote are, like, famous. I think you're right. I think, I yeah. I, okay. <laughs> so now we're past the credits. She gets a call from her nephew who's named Grady. Terrible <laughs> name. Um... I used to walk a dog named Grady and he used to eat tennis balls whole and then shit and I, them out. I, I agree with that. A dog named Grady. Yeah. As it should be a dog's name. Find out that he's an accountant. He works for someone called Captain Caleb. Um, yeah. And, oh, Captain the, Caleb's a fucking so boss. It's good. Yeah. Found uh, his auntie's, like, like Jessica Fletcher's uh, manuscript. manuscript. Yeah. yeah. And uh, sent it into a publisher and they want to publish it. Well, yes. Now this was I got <laughs> Mark's like now that is what happened, but <laughs> how them refreshment ladies do it? Okay, he didn't send it to a publisher. Let's get one thing clear: yeah. he's dating someone who works for a publisher. Publishing company. Yeah. Now that's important because nepotism. What happened when I watched this show is I knew someone worked for a publisher, but in my mind I made that Grady, mm. and I was always I also thought he worked with his partner. And I was confused for the rest of the episode because of something I, I made up at the episode. start of the episode. <laughs> and also, why does his why does her nephew work in a psychopath's psychopaths? I don't give a fuck. Why <laughs> Dude, does, you shouldn't anymore? Why honestly, is, just speak your truth? Why is it painted so many weird colors on the walls in the place he works? Did anyone else notice? I this? didn't notice I that, did Mark. Notice no, that. I definitely it's wasn't fucked watching. up, man. Yeah, that's definitely. I zoned that a out a lot in this, notice. and I'm just going to be open now that I zoned out a lot. Well, uh, let me yeah. tell you about the refreshment girls. Then <laughs> there were three of them, and I was like, the refreshment girls—is that like the Supremes? Are they going to break out into song? <laughs> yeah. Did they? I know what you're thinking, Fletcher. How does she make time to write a novel? To run in between her runs all and boy day, waves. To write a book. To 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 refresh <laughs> all of these people. We don't have the same hours in the day. Obviously. Yeah, who that boy though? While still upholding the reputation of the cum butcher. <laughs> I'm just imagining my opening credits, but done like this, it's crying. <laughs> They're like, Did a little, little. <laughs> <laughs> I watched some Netflix, I cry again. Still wave to a boy. <laughs> I, waved, I definitely wave to a boy. Oh, so While sad that boy's dead now. I just looked it up. Guess, yeah, guess how he died. That's such a liar. No, I swear to God. You could not be lying more. No, I swear to God, he was the Unabomber. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up. Is the Unabomber dead? Should we kill him? I think the Unabomber's alive, isn't he? Oh. Tell you what, if I was driving in a Tesla and the Unabomber was in front of the car, I would hope that it wouldn't stop. Dude, I wouldn't stop. I, I would stop for It's Angela. not up to you. Like I said last time, it's the programming of the car. Anyway. Ted Kaczynski is alive. Is that the Unabomber or is that the kid? No. Oh, wait, it's the same Both. person. the same person. Both. Yeah, aren't they scared he's going to Unabomb more? I think he's in jail, mate. Okay. The book... Gets published. The book's been published. Oh, there's a, like a roundabout thing where he's she like. She somehow didn't have to give permission for the book to be published. Well, yeah. Well, fuck yeah, her. she was like, I don't know about it getting published. I just did it for fun when my husband died. Yeah, that was my favorite part to learn that she's just. He didn't let her write. She's just like. He also didn't let her write. He had no no interest in her Of course not. He laughed in her face and said, a woman. (laughs) And then he would go out fishing. All I'm saying is if my auntie wrote a book, I would (laughs) sooner burn it than read it. (laughs) Okay. I'd give it a chance, but I wouldn't read it. (laughs) Honestly. I'd buy it. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, great auntie. By the way, my auntie's (laughs) fine. You'd pat her on the head. Good job, auntie. Don't get me wrong, but. 
I'm not going to steal a book and read it. You know what I mean? Yeah. This little baby boy, this little Grayson, Graydon. Graydon? Grady. Graydon. Oh, Grady. <laughs> Give me a break. Gra- okay, so little Grady. Little Grady <laughs> steals a book, okay? He steals a precious tome and he reads it and he's like, oh, this is good. I got to tell my my girlfriend about it. Oh, the shrill girlfriend. We'll get into her. Oh, nag, nag, nag. Raymond, do the dishes. You've hated women so, over the last few podcasts. You've just hated this women. Shrill Dude, yeah, no, it's like it's the new arc. Yeah. yeah. The new, the, this uh, Deborah of a woman. She, my mum's name is Deborah. I wish you would, wouldn't keep <laughs> saying that. She's talking, she reads the book too, and she's like, oh, this book's the tits. Then she gives it to her boss, who's a publisher. Long story short, the book's getting published and it's time. And it's immediately successful. And the thing that sucks the most about Fletcher is that she gets on her bike, which I was surprised, thought she'd run there. But she she (laughs) rides her bike down to the bookstore in Maine, which is probably the only one in the small little village part of Maine that she lives in. And she's just staring into the window at her own book and picture in the window where it says, number eight in the world or some shit or like yeah. bestseller. I think then, it's just that local bookstore. It I was know. like the eighth bestseller there. Probably for, at that store, that's <laughs> Which right. Which is crazy because like, there's like, she lives in a small town. Yeah. Surely it's number one first week. No. Because like, and- Well, because it's not that good. It's true. It's not that good. Um, And she's staring down the owner of the store and then he's like, oh, and he changes it from eighth to this week. Bestseller. Second no, bestseller. Second, I thought it was so funny. Did Harry Potter come right out like that first. week as well? I think so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That you can't turf. compete with JK. Absolute turf. Oh yeah. I don't know. She's, don't she's the turf leader, dude. Yeah. Okay. I got we gotta we gotta go quicker. Then she is going on publicity junkets and yeah. her old crony friends are telling her she needs to be more hip and with it. Okay, so she gets like a makeover. Call them by the name. Like <laughs> the refreshment committee. Thank you. Um, the cookie ladies. <laughs> And I think it just consists of a new outfit and a mud mask. But there's yeah. one there's one thing of significance that happens during that sort of montage of uh, her becoming a better looking woman. Yeah, is that when the postman comes in and gets it <laughs> and gets a boner? It's when the postman comes in, doesn't get a boner, looks at a picture and then looks at her and just grimaces. Yeah, he looks. At <laughs> he the, looks at the and picture. goes, "Oh, oh, <laughs> and runs out." The inspiration for a hairstyle, then looks at her disapprovingly and leaves. Bro, this show's got gags. <laughs> you know when the refreshment committee is involved, <laughs> you're in for a good scene. So this is my second the favorite spin off for just the refreshment Dude, I would committee. Watch it. Imagine if they like rat. I got a crazy. They idea. need to recast though. They need bigger names for like the other two parts. Like Catherine Zeta Jones played Lucy. <laughs> I was gonna say it. it's Catherine Zeta Jones and played uh, Lucy. Yeah. In what seventh heaven? Oh, the only when show. I see the only oh, show Lucy like, Ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Lucy. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. I reckon Catherine Zeta Jones. Okay. And like and like Dakota Fanning. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. That's that's the refreshment that's committee. That's the refreshment committee for me. And still keep Ansel, Angela Lansbury there. I of think course. she's an integral part. The Fletch. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now they're in New York because she's going to start the- Book tour. Book tour. And this is where we meet Daniel. The this is where we meet man. Daniel. It's a Daniel. He's just a train man. Daniel's a train man. And boy, <laughs> oh boy, is he great at his job. He sees this old woman traveling alone on a train- and just immediately makes friends. Yeah. And just does whatever she tells him. She's really a friend. She's really a friend to the working man in this, isn't oh, she? Absolutely. She always remembers everyone's name and asks questions. Anyway. She says, meet- thank you, Daniel. And uh, d- don't worry. I'm not frightened when I'm around you. That's what she says. <laughs> yeah. So we meet Grady and his girlfriend, Kit. And What's her name? Kit. I'm sick of this show. 
I know, right? Have a break. Have a Kit Kat. Is that what? The, is, it, is it like a product placement thing? Imagine that shit. Oh, hi, we're Greedy and Kit. Get the fuck uh, out of my house. What is Kit short for? It is short for something. Kitten. Kitchen, where she <laughs> should be. Oh, oh hit that. That's really good and everything, but I actually learned a lot from a group called the Refreshment Committee, and they actually said that sexism is a Sure, but how did the Refreshment Committee become the Refreshment Committee by... <laughs> Cooking in that kitchen. All right. Okay. Um, kid is short for Catherine. Ugh. I don't believe it. Kid is short for Catherine. I think so. You ever met a Catherine that wasn't weirdly tall? Am I right? <laughs> Oddly, I've just gone through them. They weren't tall. Right? Yeah. So they, they're kind of tall. tall. There's never been a short Catherine, but we, <laughs> it's definitely not important. But it is true. Okay. So it feels important. That's my favorite mark take I've ever heard. <laughs> True. And you have to keep, you have to follow up more things you say with the, uh, uh, uh. you're the only one with the power to do it. So yeah, please just true. do it. It's true. She's going on a book tour. They go to the actual publisher um, and we meet Mr. Giles and the first interaction is quite short. He's distracted. He's not into it. She tells him to eat apples. Yeah. Cause she says he looks sick and he's yeah. got sunken eyes. Do you eat apples? To which he's like, what, who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> yeah. And then he looks to Grady. He's like, who the fuck are you? And then he looks to Kit and says, Kit, who are these fucking people? Wait, Kit, wait, hold up. Kit works for the publisher. What? Who the fuck does Grady work for? He works. Does he work for the captain? He works for the captain. How the fuck does that's he? How we, that's and how we. Okay. And the captain runs a fast food chain. And the captain is friends with 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 Grady's boss. And M- by money, Grady, money, money knows money. Yeah, All right. that's very yeah. true. This whole show makes sense to me now. <laughs> Um, so then I think it's another montage of how the actual um, publicity tour is going. It's going bad. Terrible. No one cares. Yeah, no one gives a they shit about gossip. her. They gossip. Yeah. Really, it's just their opportunity to paint uh, show business in a negative light, which is just, how could you? There's nothing wrong with show business. There never has been. There is no dark side to Hollywood. Never Come on. Been. Never has been. Let's just Best for- way to grow up. Forget about it. Let's forget about it. We have forgotten about it. Let's move on. Someone hands her a subpoena, um, like saying that she's stolen the idea from Sorry, her Sorry, Kale, that was brave and I'm proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask something about the subpoena? Yeah. Why are we doing this? I don't know. <laughs> if it's not going to come up again, just but fucking so drop it so much, dude. I thought leave. you meant like, why but are we doing stayed. this podcast No, no, no. I, I just agree. mean, I mean like, so she does the book tour. It goes awfully. <sighs> You've she are gonna leave. Yeah, but they've set stays. up the reason. They've set up the yeah. reason that she's gonna leave because the book to her stinks. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, someone hands her a subpoena saying that, "Oh, you stole my idea." And you're like, "Okay, <laughs> okay. this is definitely a plot point. Yeah. It doesn't <laughs> fucking not, come up not. again." Basically, in the next scene, she's like, "I just got sued," and some dude's like, "Yeah, she sues everyone. Forget about it." And then we do. We forget yeah, about. We it. forget about. One it. thing that's revealed in this part is that's very strange is that, that she's on one of these talk shows for the tour, and this woman's like, "Oh." Thanks for saying for for being brave and doing a standpoint for for, for feminists. And she's like, "What? I I didn't do that." She goes, "Oh, well, what about the part where the pregnant ballerina was the murderer?" <laughs> and I was just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. The, the 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 reveal of her book is that a pregnant ballerina murdered someone. And she's that's what a, she wrote. She's all in. No- well, murder she wrote. That's the murder she wrote. That's the murder she. Is that the book name? Is the book name murder she wrote? No, or is we she did the see, writer? no, is we she decided the she's the writer. So no, they did show the book title. It was something stupid. It was like the woman, blah, blah, blah. What she wrote? 
Moida. So, so she's at a party. Well, she goes to the party with the hunk, yeah? I yeah, love where you publisher. throw your pages when you're done. Well, yeah, hunk of spunk was like, garbage. please don't leave. I know that this place sucks. New York can be a tough city. Yeah. So how about just you come with me for a relaxing weekend at my fuck pad? Mm. Yeah. At my fuck pad. He owns that house. Mm. Oh, yeah. But and when it- he gets there, there's a dude just like fucking fragging shit. Like he's going like, pull. This is the captain. That's Captain Caleb. Yep. He's pulling and he's fucking shooting shit. Mm. And it seems dangerous to me. Nah, that's just how you frag when you're old, man. Uh, old men frag. Got it. Yeah, dude. So he, the captain shoots. Everyone calls him the captain. The captain's got a wife. What's her name? Louise. The, cap, the captain doesn't miss. The captain doesn't Louise. miss. Louise. And I thought she, he was going to shoot her right then and there. Well, so did I. <laughs> and that would have been a good ending. <laughs> the mystery's done. The assistant of the captain called Ashley Vickers. Is she fucking the captain? Apparently. Um, they Is find she- out it's a dress-up party. I'm just going to help you out here. Everyone's fucking the captain. Everybody's <laughs> no, no, fucking this the is captain. Importantly, I've certainly fucked the captain if we had to be real about it. Hey, if the captain asked, I'd fuck the captain yeah. too. I'm sorry that he didn't ask that time. Bro, well, that you know, captain, let's be honest. The captain was, a, was an old yeah. salty man. I would not touch yeah. the captain. He was gross. Are you kidding me, dude? Dude, I only- Best crawfish you'll ever have. So wait, okay. Chow let, dare. Chow let me, dare. Let me, let me, <laughs> this is going to become important eventually. So the captain's assistant- They all fucked the captain, Mark. <laughs> I want to take you back to the refreshment, ladies. <laughs> yes, one, two, three, at the same time no, in the restaurant. No, with the they wouldn't. They're ladies, they wouldn't. They're the refreshment ladies, not the refreshment whores. Okay, but the, um, the assistant to the captain is widely rumored to have been sleeping with the captain and the wife to the captain knows this. And is a lush. Yes. Yes. Okay. And it's a dress-up party. Uh, Jessica Fletcher somehow manages to find a oh yeah Cinderella's grandmother outfit. Yeah, last minute. I guess she packed it because yeah. you know. well, that was annoying as well because she gets there, she gets to this dumb. I don't person's travel house. anywhere without a costume character of my favorite literary figure. <laughs> That's true. Well, she's she's talking to the captain's wife, and the captain's wife's like, "What are you dressing up as tonight?" And the dude who's throwing the party's like, oh, "I forgot to tell you." It's a dress-up party. We have to dress as. And he winked. He winked at her and said, "Wear something tight and flirty." The party's about to start, and let me tell you about this party. Have you ever wanted to watch a scene? Have you ever put on your TV and you've said you've heard, "Oh, there's going to be a party," and you've thought, "I really hope there's forty to fifty old ass people, <laughs> one dressed as Humpty Dumpty at this fucker." Can I just say though? Fire costume, man. If there was the a Humpty store Dumpty where I could hire the hired Humpty Dumpty costume, I would, I would every Halloween. I would buy it. There was a couple of standouts at this party. We had Humpty Dumpty. So th- we got a motherfucker who's like dressed as like a, he's dressed as a fucking egg. What do you want me to say? <laughs> and then we've got, then we got a woman dressed as Peter Pan who's acting the hell out of her role. Dude, that happens so much in this show that people yeah. are just like, they get a few extras and it's like, all right, you, you have a line, you have a line, great. And then they just chew it the fuck up. She's dressed as Tinkerbell, right? Or is she it thought, Peter Pan? Great. I think she's Peter Pan. There was a Little Red Riding Hood. Uh, was she the honey who gets her back uh, touched by the captain? Uh, there was Little Red Riding Hood. The um, Ebenezer Scrooge. So that's, that's Peter. He's an important character. Um, he's he the piano man. The piano. Yeah. And yeah. while he's playing, uh, what's the doctor <laughs> says- stuff is glorious, wonderful, and terrific. Another case of overacting <laughs> on a small beautiful part. Beautiful, Mel. <laughs> Mel, they should have cast you. <laughs> it's a party- 
full of super old people. One young, like there's like scattered like four younger people. One of them's the, the all of them are Captain Bait, the piano person, and then you've got Grady fucking Grady shown up and Kit shown up, and Grady's having a terrible night, by the way, because for one thing, his aunt's there, <laughs> and she's like, "You it's have pretty to, rough. You have to come to my new boyfriend's party, who's also your boss." And he's like, "Gross." He shows up and like, and as soon as he gets there, the first scene of Grady is him. It's the most bizarre shit ever. Though. Is him trying to bail because he like grabs he. Grabs Grabs Kitty's like we gotta go, and then Kit's Dude, like this scene. It's it's one of those ones. It's 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 it it touches on the territory of the fucking Batman scene, and it, where he's just he's outside with Kit, and they're like, oh, she's like, oh, your boss is here, and my boss is here. You have to at least pretend to like them. And he's like, yeah, but I like you more, baby. And they start kissing. Hell yeah! And then he looks up at a window, yeah, and he sees a light, like oh. like like a flashlight moving around. And there huh. he goes, hey. I forgot this. This was important. So, so, so they're kissing, and then he looks up for a split second, and that and within that split second, Kit is so insecure that she goes, what's wrong, Grady? And he goes, oh, isn't that my room? And then just starts sprinting. So the house is not his, yeah, right? Yeah. A party's going on. Yeah. He simply sees a flashlight going in, uh, going around a, a room, room that has been given to him to sleep in for one night. Yeah. He's probably been up to that room once and forgot it. And like the house is big as well. Yeah. How do they know which window? Like, there's no way you'd look exactly. at a window and be like, that's mine. He's like, he's pondering on it. He's like, is that mine? And then he sprints up there as fast as he can, busts into the room, sees someone who just based off their attire, could be a butler. This is yeah. like a mansion. Yeah. Sees this old man. It's also, I, you did say it before, but we, it, it bears touching on again. Not his house. Not his house. <laughs> like this guy's 30 years his senior easily. Oh yeah. And he sprints at him with his fist up yeah, and just swings on this guy. Yeah, yeah. It was fucking so insane. And I just don't understand. <laughs> like, Well, so there's a man in his room. He sees the light. He goes, yeah, I want to get mine. Trust, trust, love. I want to get mine so bad with you, Kit. And then, and then instead of getting his so bad with Kit, he decides to go up and punch the oldest man that he's seen yet. At the party. At and the it's party. a party filled with old men. Yeah. <laughs> he's starting from the oldest and going to the youngest. That's right. Which honestly is the worst way to approach it that. It is. He looked Kit yeah. in the eyes and said, tonight's the night. And then started with the old. You want to start with the youngest because oh, they're going to be yeah. the tougher challenge. Yeah. Well, it depends. Okay. Okay. You don't want to go too young. Well, you don't leave Captain till last. That's oh, for sure. No, no, that guy. That guy's got that a guy gun. Fucks everything. So he's punched the old man. Well, he, he he does he punch him? Yeah, Dude. he gets him. So the old man goes to hit him with the flashlight. That is it. They, <laughs> they, yeah, and they, they're both just doing um, blocks. They're throwing up their other <laughs> arm to block the punches. But okay. then no, Grady gets a couple licks in. Hell yeah. And then he runs away. Uh, the old guy runs away, and then Jessica Fletcher trips him with her star. A big star old thing. star star. That was sick. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Why is she at this party? She was invited by her publisher. It's the publisher's house. And so now they're in like the publisher's office. She's schmoozing. Okay, she's yeah. schmoozing. So they're basically like, what the fuck are you doing here, old man? Mm. And he's like, hey, uh, uh, get out of it. I'm a private detective. I've got a card. And they're like, well, that checks out. You're not a fucking rubber. It's fine. And then he says he was sent there. Someone at the party hired him. And then the guy, the rich, ho- the rich editor, the the guy who's published the book, 
He's like, I'm he's just there call too. The so now the only four people in the room. It's his house. It's his house. The only four people in the room are Fletcher, Grady, Kit, and uh, whatever his name is, which is Dexter, the Dexter. private detective, old man who who runs the publishing company, Preston. Preston. Giles. So those four, and then Dexter. Yeah, they're the only ones that know that Dexter is in the house. And he's like, I'll call the police on you. And then Dexter's like, You want me to call the police? I'll. They'll find out who hired me and it'll be scandalous. And then he's like, mm, you've got a point. I'm like, what? Yeah, and then he's like, but know. anyways, you leave through the back entrance. He leaves through the back uh, entrance. But as he leaves, this is very important. Surprisingly, this is super important. <laughs> nah, let's gloss nah, over it. Nah, dude, it's actually so important and it's yeah. just such a thought. He's like, yeah. oh, I know who you are dressed as. The Count of Monte Cristo. Yeah. So the man leaves the party. Ugh. And then, and then, okay, I'm fast playing this because we are up to an hour of recording time. So, okay, so man leaves the party. Then a couple of things are going to happen in this scene. One, that old drunk bitch is going to come up to the captain, the captain's wife's, she's mags. And then the captain's like, hey, drunk wife, you better have some coffee. And she's like, you better get fucked. Let's go. And he's like, I'm not going. I still have to fuck this young bitch. I don't want coffee. I want cock. Like, Yeah. yeah. And so, so she goes to leave and then uh, old nosy Lansbury, she's like, she goes to her son, Graydon, Grayson. It's her gr- nephew. Gronky. She goes, Gronky, <laughs> go outside and drive this woman home. Oh, this gosh. woman's walking to her car and then fucking Gomez runs up to her and he's like, let me drive you home. And she's like, get out of here, Gunky. And then Gunky's like, grabs the keys off her. And then she hits Gunky, and then Gunky hits the ground, and then she drives off. Call him Gizmo next. Okay. And then and then Jinko, he's lying on the ground, and then Angela Lansbury comes out, and she's like, what happened? And he's like, oh, boy, what a night. A couple of other important things happen. Uh, so Peter, the music guy, talks yeah, about how expensive his off-Broadway production is going to be. They notice that Captain Caleb is gone. Ashley he rubs it back her, at one point. Yeah. Ashley spills her drink. Ashley is the assistant. Then Jessica Fletcher has like a home remedy to get the stain out. And it's a whole thing with eggs. Is it the, well, while she's getting the stain out, the um, her bow for this episode slash the Preston publisher. Giles gets a phone yeah. call. We hear part of it. And as Jessica Fletcher walks in, she asks, who is that on the phone? And he says that it's some guy from a the New York Times yeah. who wants to interview her Which is her also super book. important in the most vaguest way at the end. And like, oh, and the time is eleven fifty-five p.m. There's something really important that we haven't mentioned yet. It's a, the refreshment. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it, 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 it's a costume party, and um, oh, the, oh, yeah, captain the captain's is wearing dressed Sherlock. as Sherlock Holmes. So, <sighs> so six ten the next morning, and Jessica Fletcher is of course running. Oh um, yeah, she's having a run. Oh, I, I, I did like that they cut to fucking um, what's his name, Dinky Donk. What's what's that? What's that famous egg? Ah, uh, Bow Dangle. What's that big egg that everyone likes called again? Uh, Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty. (laughs) Humpty Dumpty is like passed out on the couch and shit. I like that shit. I did also really enjoy that. Yeah, that was good shit. Uh, Captain Caleb's wife comes in the car. Um, Yeah, she did. (laughs) Beeps the horn. She's looking for Caleb. Then there's a scream in the distance. It's Kitsch. She's found a body in the pool of a person who is dressed as Sherlock Holmes. Now, Kitsch's reaction is... (laughs) <laughs> Over the top You know what Tone it down Kate. You've seen a dead body before It's like Yes it's her boyfriend's boss But like I don't know Do You find a dead body Cassie Like And I'm sure you actually Have found a dead body In your travels At one point yeah. I have seen oh. a dead body yes. Do you scream like that To be like Ah oh, there's this times. thing Over here Or like I've seen a couple of dead bodies In my are life Are you the first one To find at it At the though? same time No 
Were they were they linked? No, like different times. Okay, human centipede. Uh, <laughs> it was a human. Did centipede you link them? I did. I linked them. Cassie, can I see it? <laughs> it's hot. Oh, like one of them was in a country where no one seemed to care, and he was just on the side of the road. Wow, Jeez. that country Whoa, where really people die and you just don't bad. seem to care. Oh, was it when you went to the um that stupid island? What was that island you kept talking about that you did the big shit on the island? <laughs> <laughs> oh, where the turtles and shit yeah, are. The turtles are. You so much. <laughs> You're a terrible person. Well, you dug the hole and you just shit. <laughs> yeah. You buried it. You got on the island and like within a minute you're like, where's the bathroom? And they're like, chill. You've been here one minute and you're like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna dig a hole just in and case. Your, and your fecal matter like completely ruined the ecosystem and you killed like a third of the island. Yeah. What island's that? Galapagos? I don't know because the story's not true. I don't know. No, it was it the Galapagos, and it is true. You did go there and you did shit on there, you fucking bitch. And then you saw pig. a dead body. And, and, and you saw a dead body. <laughs> and, and it was. And, and then you kept saying, hey, guys, look over here. There's a dead body. And they're like, we're not falling for it again, Cassie. We know you want us <laughs> Stop to showing us shit, shit in a hole. Stop doing it. Yeah. Cut it out. All right. This was supposed to be a family trip, and you've made it all about you. Okay. Stop saying stuff like RIP to this one. We don't want to look at your shit anymore. Yeah. Honestly, you've ruined it. This is this is the last time we're ever going to go anywhere together as a family, and it was. We're never going to the Galapagos again. Yeah. It wasn't. You bougie fuck who went to the Galapagos, by the way, and shit away their ecosystem. <laughs> it's not, not odd. okay. Stop <laughs> laughing. I didn't do that. Mel is our guest. She Mel, loves the Galapagos. Mel knows I don't shit. Yeah, girls don't poop. So Sherlock Holmes is dead. Mm-hmm. And you will remember pow, pow, pow. the man dressed as Sherlock Holmes, mm, the captain. The captain. And you will also see there is a murder weapon on the floor and it is the gun he was using to shoot Skeet earlier. Just a huge shotgun. Oh, I didn't notice that. And blood on the floor, <laughs> no blood in the pool. No blood in the pool. It's not relevant. It just pissed me off that there was no blood in the pool. That is actually really annoying. One of the police say that his face was shot off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of blood would come out. blood in the pool. Let's throw that was like a real throwaway line as well because yeah. that, that that was when like they obviously needed to get this point in the episode because that the big, he wasn't identified because this yeah. was a, this point, is just yeah. a uniform cop talking over the radio but he's like talking on the radio he's like yeah yeah chief yeah don't worry about it oh by the way yeah there's no way she's gonna identify the body shot his fucking face and it's like and it's like the victim's wife is walking past as he says this shit is really. Really fucked up. But yeah, they, they, they're doing that to make it certain. All they're saying is right now, and spoiler alert, it's not the captain. But they're saying like, the man dressed as Sherlock Holmes, you couldn't even identify him because he got shot in the face. And I will say again, it's not the captain who is in the Sherlock because Holmes. Because the shows. captain rocks up and he's like, it most certainly is not. Yeah. How fun gl- would that be to do? I'm sorry. That would be pretty dope. Do you mind if I do some explaining now? I just want to explain because I'm very worried that we haven't made shit clear. Man gets shot, he's dressed as Sherlock Holmes, he's found dead in a pool. A cop gets everyone in a room at this point who are kind of the suspects, and at this point it is uh, Angela Lansbury, her son Gizmo, um, her <laughs> Gizmo's wife Kit, um, then, well, girlfriend. Uh, you've also got uh, Pierre Dropoteau. Uh He's the guy who runs the uh, publishing company. Uh, you've got the captain's wife who shows back up and tries to convince everyone she killed she him killed i guess him? because yeah. like she she's like and doesn't remember yeah they're like well but you drove away so you're not a su- <laughs> you're not a, a a suspect and she's like yeah true <laughs> then again i blacked out from as soon as i left until i woke up this morning in my car in my car you know the way that goes somewhere down. i shouldn't have been she's yeah. a winner the way that goes down, she's like yeah 
I probably would have killed him. And she's like, what? Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, because everyone's amazing, like, because everyone's like, like, everyone hated him, but no one would kill him. She's the like, line before she says, the line before she says it's like, none of us here hated him enough to kill him. She's like, except for me. Yeah, is what is what you're all thinking. Yeah, because I, I, I didn't kill him unless I did because I can't remember. <laughs> like, yeah, and yeah, and also this is a cop in the room, so he you never truly know whether you've murdered. Well, someone he probably or not. should have been like, hey. By the way, the drink driving you did last night yeah. and blacked out from, like you blacked out when you left this, you drank drive until the morning, like probably not on. You wouldn't say that to a cop for one thing. As this happens, I think the the other people in the room is the- Ashley Vickers, the assistant. The assistant, And then there. Peter, the music guy. And <laughs> as the police chief is sort of asking, how did nobody hear the shot? Oh my God. She's poking around in the background. Yeah, she's walking back and forth, and all funny like. she's finding clues and stuff. Some bullshit about out. sonic booms. Sonic booms. Oh, yeah. There was sonic booms happened. You know what? Fuck it. Fuck Who cares? It. Yeah, no, fuck <laughs> it. Fuck it. Okay. This cop goes out and he's bad at his job, but he goes up to uh, Angela, Angela uh, dump truck. And she's like, uh, he goes up to Angela and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, well, you know, I'm looking around. You probably noticed something like I would have noticed. So Sherlock Holmes, that little dude was wearing black shoes. Now the one in the pool, he was wearing sneakers. So I'm looking around um, and I found- It's more or less what is said, but yeah. And I found out that like, if he was to be wearing the sneakers, he probably would have climbed up to the top floor to get, get in this room this way because he wouldn't have done that in normal shoes. He would have done it in sneakers. So I have surmised from that that it's not actually- the captain that's dead there, I think it's little Dexter detective that uh, was a private detective that came the night before and got kicked out of the party. And then all of a sudden the cop's like, wait, so you're saying it isn't the captain? And the captain's like, it most certainly is not. Yeah. <sighs> and then the wife comes out and she's like, oh, you're alive. He's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And she slaps him. And she's like, I'm not fine. And he's like, fine, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care at all. So then you we know? find out that Caleb hired the private detective. Who um, Caleb again? Captain, Captain Caleb. Caleb. Okay, cool, cool, cool. He's cool, having Captain Caleb, dude, do you Listen, the guy owns fast food chains. He shits on his wife with just chicks way out of his league. Oh, hell yeah. For some reason, because he's got greasy fingers and has the best, like, crawfish oh, and yeah. fucking... Uh, what, what 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 does he sell? The, the chowder. Like, chowder. Chowder. He has the what best Caleb's chowder. trying to say is show some respect, Caleb. I called you Caleb. Yeah, <laughs> I, please. I want to be Captain <laughs> Caleb. Call me Captain K. Captain Kale. Because I... Would never cheat on Mel. Yeah. But if I owned a fast food chain. You gotta. Well, then it's a different you story. It's a different thing. And Mel, thing. you couldn't blame him for it. No. Something important to note here is also, uh, kind listener at home, right now you're thinking, wait a second. <laughs> why Why was he wearing the Sherlock Holmes outfit? Uh, Captain Caleb left the party to go have sex with a 20-year-old. And he said, mm, nah, I'm probably going to take off this Sherlock Holmes outfit because I'm going to a motel and I have to wear just normal clothes. You can't there. fuck dressed as Sherlock. He said he didn't want to look not. like a refugee from a costume party. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, said he didn't want to look like a refugee <laughs> of a costume party. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so- You can't ignore the pause. Basically, at this point, they're like, mm, okay, there's been a bad murder. Everyone get the fuck out. And everyone leaves and they leave the cops to investigate the murder. They all go back to town. What happens next? The chief, um, so Jessica Fletcher goes to leave. The chief meets oh her at the God. gate. He jumps in the car and rides with her. Just leaves uh, his car <laughs> in the um, middle of fucking nowhere. Because he's like, yeah, he, he's like, oh, you wrote that book Cause, good. Because he doesn't have the fucking, 
like he, he he's a police chief. Oh, he's <laughs> he's useless. I mean, chief. he's very he's he's very insecure. He keeps bringing up that he's a small town police chief. Yeah, he keeps saying that about himself. He could just be like, "Hey, Fletcher, you seem to give a shit, right? Would you mind taking the time to have a chat with me about this in a little bit of further detail?" Instead, he's just like, "Oh, fuck it, my car. I'll just catch." two buses and a train later to get <laughs> yeah. back to this fucking place, wasting so much. I, so she raises, who was the intended victim? Was it was it Captain Caleb or was it um, the private detective? And um, and this is blowing the chief's mind yeah, as well. He's, he's like, like, oh, what, what, what? So many I'm just a small town. Blah, blah, blah. And he says, this is the worst Sunday in 10 years. What happened 10 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point. That brings me back. Remember when we Because this guy is not young, you know? Yeah. He's like, so like 10 years isn't really going back that far in the scheme of his like 50, 60 I mean, years. You know what it reminds me of though? Remember when we did Kid Nation, Kid Nation and Jared yeah. says, this is the second worst day of my life. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I think about that every day. Oh okay. yeah. The police chief, he talks to Angela Lansbury and she gives him some ideas. Just and fucking blows his mind. But her basic idea now is like, okay, it's been a very busy weekend. A murder's happened. My book tour fucking sucked. Mm. Yeah. I want to go back to my small, quaint little town and wave at that little boy on a bike again. Yeah. Every day. <laughs> she goes to get on the- When will they fuck, am I, I right? She, well, she goes to get on when the train. When he's of age, of course. <laughs> 15. So she's, she talks about, um, as she's packing to go home, she talks about how she's really hit it off with the publisher, Preston Giles. And then she goes to the train. She says hi to Daniel. Daniel! Again. Oh, oh. <laughs> and then. How's my favorite old white bitch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, it's me, Daniel. You might have forgot about me. Why is it like a white old bitch coming to train every day? Kit comes running up saying that her nephew Grady has been arrested. He done being um, charged for a murder. Suspicion he of murder. Didn't do. He didn't do it. Now Daniel doesn't hear this. I just want to because if you if you're honestly looking at this woman through the eyes of Daniel, and I, all I, he I sees, I, I did personally. All he sees of this woman is just this old woman coming back and forth to the train station, rambling <laughs> about some such shit, <laughs> intending to go home, and every time just. Running the other direction <laughs> yeah, away, yeah. And the first time was because this other crazy white lady runs up to him and goes, "Oh, this Grady!" And then they yeah. they just both run away. And I think every time <laughs> she's left her bags with Daniel. Yeah. yeah. Well, Daniel's a bag man. No. Yeah. That's all Daniel is to. But at the end of the day, you can sit there and say that she's acting nice to Daniel, but she views Daniel as a goddamn bag man. Oh, she treats him like a worker. Boo, Angela Hansberry, Boo. <laughs> Absolutely. So he's been arrested because I think they found a confidential report with him or in a place that he had access to, but so did the assistant. Yeah, yeah. Gunky had might have had a report. And funnily enough, the <laughs> wife who said, I would kill my husband. <laughs> Forget about Never it. was a suspect. No. Once. Okay, to That's be how fair. I'm going to play it when I kill someone now. I'm going to be like, probably me. And she yeah. doesn't have an alibi. Her no. alibi is, I She's drunk drunk. drove and passed out. <laughs> yeah. And everyone was just like, Yep, checks out. She killed a bunch of people and animals that night, just not her husband. I think, I think they <laughs> all even, the hit and runs. Yeah, the I hit and runs. They even go brutal. into it, and they're like, they're like, well, what about her? And, and she's like, well, she doesn't have a motive anymore because she it wasn't her husband that died. And everyone's That's like, right. everyone's like, oh, okay, but he was dressed like him. But sure, sure. Which is one of the big arguments. One of the big uh, forget about points. It. She, of she, it. She, she was too drunk to kill someone. That's right. 
So um, Jessica Fletcher's freaking out. The publisher, Mr. Giles, hires an expensive lawyer. He doesn't want um, the nephew, Grady, to become a scapegoat. So the only two people who, like, had access to the this report was Miss Vickers, the um, assistant, and yeah. Grady, but... Um, oh, because I don't know if we've mentioned it, but at this point now they know that it was Dexter, the, the, the yeah. private detective who was actually the person shot. I don't think oh, we mentioned it, but, goodness. like, who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's honestly not that important. You, the, the funny thing about this scene is <laughs> when I was watching this scene, I, I watched it the first time, realized I've not paid attention and went, <laughs> I went, fuck. And so I rewound it. And I, I, I kid you not, I had to watch this scene about six times because every time I watched it, I was like, I'm going to pay attention this time. And then I was sitting there looking at my phone and I'd look up and go, oh, fuck, I missed it again. And then I would get to the b- bit where I like paid attention to and then realize I wasn't paying attention again. I think I have a problem. Dude, no, I, I just think that this show plays oh out like perfectly as a old person telling a story would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, we are. It's true, important. actually. Yeah, there's That's not much. Astute. There's not much relevance. There definitely is an endpoint where maybe yeah. it'd be interesting if they just fucking got there. The and you know is, why? Because murder. She wrote. Well, ah, the, she wrote murder. She something wrote murder. important as well is we're hitting the point right now. After this scene is where we hit the point where there's about forty-five minutes that doesn't fucking matter. That's about to happen. The next forty-five minutes, we're about to go through a lot of shit. None of it matters. No, I none of it matters. Some of that, then. But it's like but, it, the the thing, the thing that's really frustrating me by, by this point of of it is, woman lives whole life original occupation unknown husband English probably teacher. abusive English teacher English okay teacher. husband probably abusive he die write one book hobby now <laughs> sold book goes to New York everyone treating her with the respect that she can actually solve this murder yeah. The police force, the people around her. Like Grady was like, damn, I really thought this happens later. But she tries to leave again on the train. And Daniel's like, what's up? And (laughs) and Grady comes up and goes, damn, I really thought you were going to solve this murder, auntie. Like she's done it before. She's never solved a murder. She wrote one murder novel, which may I say the killer was a pregnant ballerina. The book sounds dog shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And her son's name, Gunky. <laughs> <laughs> nephew. Oh. A nephew is just a son that you didn't <laughs> give birth to. And that's what I've always said. Gunky. <laughs> Glumpers. Uh, Gringle. <laughs> so they get the they get the little they get little little Gunko. <laughs> little Grady. Little little grumper group. Grumpet gets left out. He gets let out of prison because they pay for an expensive lawyer. At the same time, the assistant, she's all, okay. It couldn't have been her because at that time, Jessica Fletcher was like getting, cleaning, her, cleaning dress. her dress. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They were hooking yeah. up. Let's they just be honest. <sighs> something okay. else. Kombucha. Let's be honest. There's something Les really. Let's be honest. <laughs> nice. Something really convoluted is happening here as well because this is the bit where they introduce the documents. So there's these documents because they say they say that he the son by the son I mean the fucking nephew. So so geeky gets let out of geeky works for a real estate. He works for he a works f- for Captain Caleb. Why the fuck is he's he an co- accountant? Okay, so he works a, for a fast food chain. Okay, shh. They're buying real estate, you idiot. They're the buying report. real estate and yeah. they have a real estate report that in the wrong hands is worth up to five million dollars. Yeah, all the locations that he's gonna buy. That's and like so now and so now we found out that the captain hired Dexter yeah. to find out who 
gave this document because that document was, was fake. a fake document that the captain had put this plan in motion and also said that he was going to act on the document by Monday, putting pressure on whoever he's leaked it to. And but he only leaked it to six people. Do you understand that none of this fucking matters? But the dead body had the document. No, the dead body's car, Dexter's car had the document, document in, in the it. glove box. So someone had stolen the document and it was it, it was at the party and then Dexter found the document again at the party. Supposedly in Grady's room. None of this Matters. None of it matters. So then None they of it go matters. to Ashley Vickers' office. To Who that? The thing it. that matters already <laughs> happened at the yeah. at the party that was just ah. So Ashley Vickers. Okay, Ashley Vickers is. You're the so assistant. right, though. It's an old lady telling a story, oh and you're like, no, 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 no. This does not matter. This does not matter. No, it doesn't. You're I said so- old. You said old lady. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> They go to the office of Ashley Vickers to try and find the report. Um, they don't find it, but they she gets a phone call and she's obviously talking to her accomplice, so they go to follow her. Um, Jessica Fletcher is faster than the nephew, so she's throwing herself onto the street trying to get a taxi. What happened to the nephew in this point? Because they he went was into signing the building them together. Out. <laughs> um, the the security guy is calling after her because they needed to sign out. So I think that's what the nephew's doing while she's okay. trying to catch a taxi <laughs> or a bus. Basically, they basically uh. they've created a thing where like, okay, there's going to be a chase, yeah. and they're like, well, the nephew's there, and she will definitely catch them. And they're like, no, 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 the old woman has to go alone. So yeah. the nephew's sitting I mean, there we, signing them. That she's a track athlete. True. <laughs> so the assistant gets on a bus and then Jessica Fletcher gets on a different bus to follow her and then she gets off at the same stop. There was a hell sassy bus driver as well. Because yeah. she was like, she was like, I, I agreed with him. She was being so well, fucking annoying. Was, and, to be yeah. fair, okay, to play devil's advocate, you don't catch buses in Maine. She gets on the bus and goes, Does this bus go to the same place that that bus goes to? Like two buses up. Yeah. Have you ever gotten, like, this? the bus could go so many other places. Yeah. What, why are two buses that go to the same place that close to each other, for one thing? It makes no, the buses weren't full. It makes no sense why two buses are two cars apart that go to the same place. <laughs> But he was just like, he was sassy. There was a change woman. We all like the change woman. I thought, she I thought the change, so just to explain. Not change woman by occupation. This woman, well, it was by occupation. She I think that's, yeah, what she does. A belt of change. And Angela Lansbury comes up to her and she's like, can I change this dollar for four quarters? And she's like, you can change it for three quarters because that's what she needed. <laughs> but then Angela Lansbury says, you must make good money off this, which like she just made a quarter, yeah, 25 cents. And she's like, yeah, it's better than welfare, welfare, which is very upsetting that that's yeah. better than welfare. Aww. I cried. Yeah. Yeah. I cried. I wrote a letter to my local representation. <laughs> Representation. <laughs> what did you want the? Were you like, hey, representation? I just watched a show and there was a change woman on it. I think I could play that role. That's what I was born to do. <laughs> so the, the, there's a bus chase, which is as boring as it sounds. There's a man that the camera keeps sort of cutting to that yeah. that, that looks, I guess, a little bit ominous. He is. I, look, I'm just saying he. The way that they shoot it, he's staring at the back of Fletcher's head. Yeah. And he then when, the and then he when looks she looks like a young OJ Simpson. Okay. okay. And when Hey, she, your words not mine. And when she goes <laughs> when she starts demanding to be let off the bus before a bus stop, by the way. Yeah, and the bus driver's like, "Hey lady, usually I wouldn't do it, but for someone like you, get the fuck out." That's right. It was this sick. this young OJ Simpson goes to the back uh, door of the bus, which then apparently the bus driver opened too. Yeah. Uh, and then he hops out at the same time as Fletcher. Bit spooky. 
It's a definite spooky fest. And now, folks at home, this is going to be a bit rough. We enter the rape scene of Murder, She Wrote. Yeah, two gay Italian men go to rape her. (laughs) You do see them making out while eating pasta. Yes. They're, 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 it's it's uh it's it's that famous Disney movie where the two dogs kiss mm. after sucking down some some pasta. Mel, I think that might be my favorite line in Test Pilot history. Very good. Were those dogs Italian in that movie? Uh, absolutely American Italian. Wow, that's nice. So this lady, lady, old lady, walk down the street. The two men follow her. Yeah, they're like, "Give me a purse. Do you have a phone in your purse?" Because um, she says, I'm going to call the police, but it's 1984. Yeah, and the yeah. guy's like, with hey, what, bitch? You be the one, I'll be the other. He's like, hey, I want a piece of this pussy. And then he's like, what do you mean? I thought you loved me. I love you, <laughs> but don't you want to fuck this bitch? By um, legends. By legends. By legends. Hashtag by legends. Um, <laughs> Look, I don't think it was rape. They do say, uh, I'm going to take your purse and then I'm going to give you a free blood test. Something really important here is she's about to die. She sees her life flash before In her In a strange eyes. twist of fate, OJ comes and saves her. He bonks the heads of the Italian men. And, and that was <laughs> progressive. Come on. Progressive. <laughs> so the, the, the OJ, he bonks the head. They hit the ground. They run away and they go, you'll... You'll, you're a hero, OJ. We all know it. You didn't do it. The glove uh, didn't fit. She's like, she's like, oh, thanks for saving me. He's like, don't you know you're fucking famous now? Because And then there's a big poster of her in the background. And she laughs into his shoulder. Her forehead presses on his shoulder. I've never done that in my life. She did it twice to his right shoulder. I know. I thought that was so intimate. Yeah, it was so intimate. Like, she's gagging for it. Yeah. <laughs> It, it, it is really, it looks like she's knighting him with her head. Yeah. yeah. Something important. She notes where the bus lady gets off. By the bus lady, I mean the assistant. She notes where she gets off the bus. <laughs> she meets back up with uh, her crew of ragtag dipshits. And she calls the chief and she's like, we need to look into the music music guy, Peter Brill. We think he's got something to do with it. How did he get the money for his um, performance, yeah. off-Broadway performance? That's in, I don't know, the same place where the bus route was. Yeah. And that's the, our favourite scene, the audition of the lady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How good was the audition? Yeah, it was a good scene. Because she can't sing at all and the guy lets her, lets her know about it. I don't even know what you And what does she say, Mel? <laughs> um... Well, he says he makes fun of her singing like like he only had two hours sleep, but she is the oblivion of Morpheus seems to be a perpetual state of mind, which is an insult. We looked up who who Morpheus is. He's the god of sleep. There you go. Uh, well, not the god of sleep. Is he the god dreams. of sleep? dreams? Dreams. Yeah. So he's in a really formal way, he's basically saying that she will always be untalented, and she goes, "Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah." <laughs> I'm sad that I missed sick. it. Wait, you sick. you zoned out it for this part? So you would have loved her. She stole the show. Yeah. We find out the assistant and this Peter Brill guy were in cahoots. They were teammates, and they they stole the report, but they yeah. did not. Uh, confessed to the murder. Because so they, the murder and they both and the had report. alibis. Yeah. Peter! Let, okay, I, I know I have harped on about this a little bit, mm. but let me just explain what's just happened in this episode. Okay. We've seen a murder. Yeah. God, that was so long ago. So long ago. <laughs> then didn't co- even see a couple it. of people have been arrested, and then we spent like so long 
we, we, we had a scene in a diner. Then we had a scene where they go do a stakeout at this person's house. Then they have, we have the bus chase scene. We have a scene where she gets attacked by someone. Uh, we have taxi scene, which is we, actually pretty dope. The taxi well, we haven't gone there yet, but oh, then we, we have, we have a singing Fuck scene. We have, a, we have so many scenes here for something that doesn't matter at all. None of this matters. None of, None of this is relevant to the end plot. Don't worry about it. And I don't know what you're saying. You're saying, oh, what? Are we only going to put in scenes that matter? Then it's going to be pretty obvious. Well, no, it's not going to be pretty obvious. It will just be 45 minutes and it just won't be a fucking hour and a half. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just (sighs) because, because, and the only reason why it stings so much that none of this matters is because the thing that does matter is so trivial. And was like, and was like five seconds of, of what we've seen of the show. And it's just like, oh, that thing was the thing that really clinches it all together. Get out of here. The chief gets an anonymous tip um, to go to the boat because uh, they'll find something very interesting. And that's when we find out that Caleb is now dead. Does it really happen Captain that fast? Or was there dead. just such bullshit in between that it doesn't bullshit matter? bullshit in between. Yeah, there was definitely something. No, that I, I don't think, want to know about it. You know it what happened? I no, think yeah. we, don't, we don't need to know about it. I think the it. way it happened was. Stop. She went to the boat. Then the audition scene happened. Yeah. Right. And then okay. the scene happened. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. I can't talk about Kim and Kanye, you can't st- talk about this episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I really reckon that this show would have been better if it's just all refreshment committee yeah. all time. Old ladies cooking, man. I'd eat that. <laughs> For some reason that felt like a... Yeah. Hello and welcome to an episode of Boys Talk, the only podcast run by boys about boy topics where men just get to talk about shit that men love. Mm. Kale, what is your favorite member of the refreshments committee? <laughs> <laughs> Probably that fucking tight little number on the that stands to the left. Oh yeah. Yeah. She was definitely the left of, of the of the main yeah. squirrel lady. Well, it stands on the left and you could just know she could like just get it. Yeah. I'm a right guy. Like when I look at okay. right, when I look at the one that stands on right of refreshment committee, mm. I think that's the lady. Let me just say, Santa can never get it. Absolutely not. That song Every never time. misses. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. miss. It's just a good song. What happens next? Oh Mel, please, just take us to the end. Just help take us Mel, help me, please. Uh, so they're saying <sighs> that the, the wife... Hey, qu- I'm sorry, but quick question. What's your favorite member of the refreshments committee? I mean, if you had to pick one for sexual reasons. She better fucking pick left. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of money writing on left. Uh, left? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Cassie, I got a big question for you. Um, I think we need water. Can you get waters? Yeah, I can get some waters. <laughs> I'm kind of thirsty over here. Yeah, I'll go grab some. Do you guys want me to make toasties? Speaking of water, what about yes. that? What about that refreshment committee? If you were to, if you were to <laughs> strap a refreshment committee member down and punish her in a way that she likes, oh, middle. Oh, you'd want to punish middle. Oh. Punish? No, like I didn't like but her. like, but like, no, sexy punish. baby, you know. Okay, so Cassie. You're in a scenario like okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you've you've opened the door to a room. Take me there, baby. Okay, you open the door. The walls. There's so many pictures of Weird Al Yankovic oh, yeah. all over the walls. Okay? So it's my bedroom. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bed. It's bumpy as heck. The bumpiest bed you've seen for two for ten years. That's so yeah. Weird Al. 
you look at the ground, it's 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 like a racing flag checkered. Mm-hmm. The so bedspread, cool. the bedspread has a picture of a, a guitar man. I'm there, and you can barely mo- make out his facial features because that it's drawn in the style of Regimon Bassa. Ooh, yeah, and you That's and a reference, and there's there's nary a pillow in sight. Yeah. Now you can pick one of three members of the refreshment committee to be laying on that bed, covered in leeches, just Bumpy. like you like. <laughs> That's how I like them. Which one are you picking? Are you picking the delicate left? Are you picking the supple right? Or are you picking <laughs> middle? <laughs> um, can I have all three? Hell yeah, you can. That's how we do it. The refreshment. That's yeah. kind of like a ooh. Ah, it's literally a shit sandwich. <laughs> All right. So what happens next? Can we go back to like uh, the freshman okay. committee at the start? <laughs> I want to talk about them more. Two people are dead. The private detective. Hell yeah. Captain Caleb, the man who hired the private detective. Hell yeah. The chief says now the main suspect is Captain Caleb's wife, Louise, yeah. but they're basically at square one. Oh, and by the way, sorry to keep interrupting, but... They went into the document shit for 45 minutes and then they went into the who did the crime here for three seconds. They literally find him dead and then there's a news report where someone's like, and I think it was the wife and she's walking past right now. And then it cuts to Angela Glansbury (laughs) jumping back on the train with her best friend, Daniel. Not before she kisses. Oh, what was she doing kissing Preston Giles? He picked the middle. The thing is, and they didn't go into this enough, but like he didn't have a chance to see the rest of the refreshment committee. No, he didn't. It's like it's like don't settle down, bro. You know, there's two other honeys. They're like the Destiny's Child of 1984 or seven, 87. Jesus Christ! I would fucking kill Mel to get with one of those fucking refreshment girls. Even the middle, even the fucking middle, because it would get me that much closer to the left. It's true. It's an in. I'd fucking kill Mel so quickly. Look, she kisses him, but she really <laughs> wants to go home yeah. to the point where she, she'll do her last interview. I think I might just kill Mel. <laughs> New York Times on the train back to Maine. She's going to take an interview on the train halfway through. She's got to get back to the I've got back to the wave boy. Uh, and then she sees a newspaper and the newspaper, I, I didn't fully understand. It was a picture. Of okay. The- so this is, uh, okay. <laughs> so she, Daniel's like, what's wrong? What's wrong, crazy white lady? <laughs> and she's like, well, Daniel, let me tell you all of my problems again. Yeah. And she sits down. She's like, I want to go to where I belong. I want I, I, I to keep, I, I just want to go home. Uh, but I, now that I'm now that I'm finally leaving, I don't really know where that home is. Daniel's just like, okay, Shut okay, crazy white lady. At this point, he must assume that she has like <laughs> dementia, dementia or something yeah. and that she's just forgetting Especially where she's going. Especially because she probably went into the whole story and she's like, and there were documents. And let me tell you about the document, <laughs> the documents. And then we went, oh, I got to get on the train. I got on the bus. And then at the bus, I didn't have the right yeah, amount of change. Just- so I asked a nice bus lady and she only gave me three <laughs> dimes for the dollar. <laughs> and let me tell you what happened after that. So I got off the bus and then the crazy, crazy Italian gays. The pasta boys. They tried to eat oh, me. Oh, you almost got raped by a couple of twink calzones. <laughs> Let me tell you that happened, but don't you worry because I found out the bus route from that. Lady, I'm going to put your bags away. <laughs> but no, she, she's reading a paper and she looks at the paper 
and the sees columnist, columnist and, is in it, and it's about her. The it's it's a column yeah. written about her, and she she pans up and does a real tight shot on the image of a woman, and we haven't seen this woman before. Yeah, but as but, a viewer, but, and there was four of us in the room, were you guys all going, <laughs> "Who the fuck <laughs> should I know who that is? I should know who that is." Is that right? Kit? That pretty much. Is, I think that's Kit. I thought it was. It's Kit. not Kit. It's it's rewind all the way Please back don't. to the party. And the guy's on the phone. Uh, what's his name? Preston. Preston's on the phone. He hangs up. And then Fletch is like, oh, who was that? Nosy. So fucking nosy. Yeah. yeah. To which Preston goes, oh, your it's, business, mate. it's the, uh, the I, I don't know how specific he is, but I think he's like the male columnist who wants to write something on you from London. Yeah. She's yeah. like, okay. But then, oh, from seeing a column, the writer wasn't a man. It was a woman. Yeah. And completely. This is lost. On so, me. so I was lost at this point. Preston. His sexism got the better of him. Uh. He goes back to <laughs> Preston's house. She's snooping around like the pool area, investigating the shed. There's sorry, sorry, sonic boom. sorry, sorry. It's just <laughs> she because Dana goes, "Okay, man. Well, if you need anything, I'm going to be at the back of the chain." And he bails. And then as soon as she walks away, she sees that image, and then she yeah. just starts going. Daniel, Daniel, <laughs> Daniel. And he rushes back like, what the fuck's wrong? And she's like, I'm leaving. He's like, fuck, man. What about all your bags? Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. like, Poor you've Daniel, done this dude. before. You know where my bags go. <laughs> I'm going to tie you down. But Okay. So it's important to note at this point, it's the penny drop for her. She's like, I know who the murderer is. I just have to confirm something. Mm. She goes back to the house. As this happens, uh, old Preston McGillicoy, the uh, editor, he gets a, the publisher, sorry. He gets a phone call and he's like from the reporter who's supposed to meet Angela Glansbury on the train. And he's like, where that bitch at? And then he's yeah. like, what? She's not there with you. And then he finds out that she's gone to the house. So he's like, says to his assistant, which baller as fuck. He's like, oh, I'm going to go to this airport, charter a plane for me. And she's like, so smooth. Okay. So she does, she does that. Then we get a scene of old rickety Angela. She's <laughs> running across and looking at, she's at the pool, which is where the murder happened. Yeah. He arrives and they they meet. <laughs> this and, is where it all comes to a head. Yeah, and they're the same distance that the, the shooter would have been from the detective. And she's trying to figure out if they would have been able to see each other from that length. If it was a case of... You think like, the cops could have done this, by yeah. the way? Yeah, yeah, mistaken identity. But there's something important she says here. She's like, she's like she asks what the time is to him. And he's like, it's like... It's almost eight. Mm. And then as they're having the conversation, because she's basically at this point, he's like, I, I think having a back and forth, but yeah, then she's like, there's, there's she's no, saying, there's, I can see you. And there's he's no like, light. Yeah. He's like, but yeah. on the night of the murder, it was cloudy. You yeah. couldn't have. And then mm. I, I don't know if the thing is, we're talking about this, but I don't <laughs> know if we, we've stressed the point to the viewer at home, <laughs> the listener at home, that a big part of the murder and a big part of the the whole thing is that the person who is the number one suspect now, which is the wife, she it's said that she killed her husband because he was wearing the Sherlock Holmes outfit. Mistaken identity, yeah. And they're saying that they're standing far enough apart and she's saying, well, me, Angela Lansbury, I can see your face right now. His argument is on that, it's it, there's a big moon in the sky now. Moon sky, moon me sky. see you clear. But on that <laughs> night, it was dark, so you would not have been able to, she wouldn't have been able to tell. And another important thing, 
I, I, we probably went over this. I just want to really stress that the fact that the captain now died is basically meaning that the murder all along was supposed to be the captain and the detective just got shot by mistake. But Angela's sitting here being like, oh, I can see you. He's like, it was dark, it was dark that night. It hits 8 o'clock. The automatic lights turn on. And she's like, I was worried about that. GG, no re, baby. She says to old publisher she's like how long do the lights stay on for he's like what do you mean midnight and she's like well so they would have been on when he was murdered so i can see you you can see me and at home we're all saying yeah okay love but why wasn't there blood in the pool why no (laughs) (laughs) but we're we're all saying like yeah 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 obviously all of us from Fucking five minutes in the episode, we yeah. knew the editor was the, the publisher was the murderer. I didn't know why. I just knew it was him. Yeah, yeah. I knew because he was the love interest, and I wasn't get yeah. like yeah. thinking that they were just gonna fuck for the rest of the episode. No, I wish they did. This scene was fucking. Yeah, I wouldn't weird. have solved this, this murder. This scene was so weird. So he talks about it's fucking how terrible. I'm Detective out. recognized him as Count of Monte Cristo. That was apparently really important. Oh, yeah, dude, hold on. Holy shit. (laughs) I'm just remembering how fucking ridiculous this scene is. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) He had betrayed three partners in a business adventure. Uh, uh, An apartment house collapsed, several people killed. Although he had nothing to do with the construction, he was made the scapegoat. And he was imprisoned for 15 years. He was imprisoned for how many years? 15. 15 years, but he... Escaped prison after two and everyone assumes he's dead. You know what I liked? And then he's like, and like the Count of Monte Cristo, I remade my wealth from scorning the people that uh, that turned me He bankrupted the other three people that that put him in prison. (laughs) This is the plot of the Count of Monte Cristo. But there was not a single... Moment throughout the entire movie that where, alluded to where that alluded to him being a person that he claims not to be, <laughs> and also he escaped from prison. Don't ask me how. Why can't <laughs> the whole episode be based on that? That's what he said. Yeah, that would not be what I watched. That yeah. was the line that he said. I escaped from prison. Don't ask me how. <laughs> that was that was the writer saying to the audience, just fucking forget about it, okay? Monte Cristo. The reports. The reports are so important. Listen we spent up, a you lot motherfuckers. Of time, we spent too much time on the refreshment committee. <laughs> this, this, we this, can't hone this. This marvelous son of a bitch <laughs> escaped prison. Don't ask him how. And faked his death. Shut Don't up. ask him how. Because that's super interesting. What, how do you do it? We don't have time. <laughs> he hangs out with a man who dresses as Humpty Dumpty now. We're going to go into that way more than we're going to go into a prison break. And apparently this, the, 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 so, 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 <clears throat> so the whole shit with the captain and his fucking bullshit documents and all that, none of that, as we've been saying, made sense. None of it mattered. And the reason it didn't matter is because the private detective Dexter Yep. Saw Preston and recognized him from all those years ago before he was put away. Because he prison. was like, was he a prison guard or was he a no? Cop no, or he was shit? just hired by I think by one of the three people he was in business yeah. with to fuck him over to uh, get him to be put in jail. And it's like that's not clever writing. No. For the the no. reason for the murder is the plot that we didn't get to know about. Yeah, yeah. It's it's seriously the, and the, a plot that I would love to know about. Yeah. Dude, it's so much more interesting. He yeah. escaped his fifteen year prison sentence I after don't know two how years. He bankrupt the others. Yeah, I'm into it. But it's seriously, as you explained, the the plot is literally. What do like, you mean the government thinks he's dead? 
<laughs> but the, but seriously, it is. It is that like it's like well, here's the how the murder happened, and it was nothing we've told you or alluded to so far. But we did talk about documents for a really long time, yeah. so don't worry about that. And also something to go over: he didn't just do one murder. This motherfucker yeah. did two murders. Okay, two. so he did a murder, then he did another murder to cover up his murder. He shotgunned a dude in the fucking face like this dude's a bad dude and then we have a really really weird scene where when he when him and glansbury are trying to decide like trying to hash this whole thing out she turns her back to him yeah and just waits and and he comes up yeah uh... and he puts his hands on her shoulders and while they're talking it through i'm like bitch you going in that pool yeah. there's yeah. no way he's not pushing you in the pool crack her neck and put her push her in I mean, it, it would have been the biggest mis- would have been the biggest mistake of his life though because she's a track and field athlete she would have just swam to the true, other side true. and then sprinted away at but the speed he, of Hussein. he ends up like hugging her and then he's basically like yeah don't worry about it i'm on mitt to these murders now would you like to we come good. with me what is happening sure it really feels like yeah, it's just they it's just, they, oh, it's they made the show and then they got to the last five minutes and they were like, oh, fuck, we got to wrap this up. Let's quickly just like throw anything in there. And these old people are dead by now. Preston Preston was in the clear. At no point was he a suspect. Uh, he, he could have just done nothing. Yeah, not and, murder and, the and second guy. he would guy. have been fine. But he he only murdered to... the second guy because he wanted this old wrinkled middle pussy. All right? <laughs> he didn't want Out, it. out of the three want... of the refreshments, yeah, yeah. he chose the wrinkled middle terrible crud. He, he wanted Jinko to go to jail. Yeah. And he was trying to get Grady uh, Gringle. Uh, <laughs> Grimble? I think, I think it's Gunk. Ah, uh, right. Gr- Grantus. Um, <laughs> wanted to get him off so that then his... his, his Oh, just that, just the the middle of the of the refreshment ladies could be his. Yeah, and even 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 if he lost that, even if he lost that shot of that sweet sweet tang, when she shows up accusing him, he could have been like, absolutely not. And you know what? <laughs> I'm terribly offended that you would <laughs> insist on that, and I need to ask you to leave my property. Yeah. Instead, yeah. he's just like, yeah. when you're good, you're good. I, I did, read your I book. Honestly, I thought it was kind of horseshit. Pregnant ballerina, but can I say in real life? You're a pretty nasty detective, huh? So he goes to jail, I guess. He goes to to jail. You know what doesn't matter? He's escaped fucking once. Don't ask about it. He'll just get out again. She probably should have asked her. You know what this show is? I reckon every episode, the whole episode is like her figuring out a crime. And then the last five minutes, this motherfucker shows up again. And she goes, it was you again, wasn't it? He's like, yeah. How'd you do it this time? He's like, don't worry about it. I escaped from jail again. Shut up. And she's, like, and she's like, all right, well, we're taking you back to jail. And she's like, I'll see you next episode. That's think, every episode of this I think show. this episode was called The Murder of Sherlock Holmes because it was the death of the fucking genre. Oh. 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 Nice. Put the, I'm going to put that as the, uh, the episode description for this one. <laughs> Very funny last bit to this episode. I think we can all. Agree. I had a good giggle. <laughs> she's getting back on the fucking train. Daniel makes another appearance. Don't worry about it. She's talking to her. This time he's got a straight jacket just in case. Yeah. He's talking to. He's uh, prepared. He's talking to Gumshoe and um, Kit. She's like, I'm out. I'm out. If you get married, don't elope. What the fuck? And she gets she gets on the train and they're, and then they're like, wait a second. Before you go, there's been another murder. And she's like, I'm out of the game. And they're like, it was two wrestlers. And they're in the middle of a wrestling ring. One of them. Was stabbed. Stabbed. The other drowned. And she's like, I don't care about this shit. Get out of my life. I want to go wave to a boy. And then <laughs> the train starts and 
the credits are about to roll. Not yet. It pans in, hits her face, and she goes, drowned? And then you hear Daniel go, bitch, I'm not stopping this train. (laughs) (laughs) Can I just say, too, another plot I would far rather have heard about? Uh, Yeah, uh, listen, he escaped from jail. That better be the next episode, because if it's not- Oh, I don't reckon it is. Yeah, of course it's not, dude, because that's fucking interesting. Next episode just begins with her doing her taxes for like- Half the While jogging. <laughs> yeah. That pretty much sums up the pilot episode to murder, comma, she wrote. <laughs> Cassie, what do you give this? Two. Kale? Just so, is it better than Angel? Yes. Two. <laughs> Very low scores. I'm going to give this one a 4.5. I liked the refreshment crew. <laughs> uh, okay, I, so the refreshment crew, there's those three of them, so that's three points. That's three points. And the fourth point... <laughs> Is that you acknowledge that it's television? I got to acknowledge it's television. See, that's, yeah, that's, that's how, how, that's how, that's how Angel got a point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mel, what do you give this one? I laughed twice. Okay, so two points. Two points, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Motherfucker. yeah! All right. <laughs> and the Pastor Boys. <laughs> we didn't mention, this was uh, episode was recommended by our old friend Mario, who's brought us such classic as the Komodo Dragon show. I can't remember what it was called. Um, <laughs> Pretender. The Pretender. And this is his second one. I think... Once again, he thought we'd like this, and once again, we've torn it. I'm You're the so man. sorry, Mario. You're the man, Mario, but we you love watch you. you watch dirt. <laughs> you watch filth, Mario. But you're the you're the man. Hey, let's just throw it out there. This show had like a million seasons and went for like two hundred and something episodes. And I have checked. This is in the top twenty ranked episodes of the show. So like, there's no accounting for taste. This show was made for the dead or dying. Yeah. <laughs> How many people, like, statistic-wise, do you reckon have died to an episode of this show? And I reckon it's more than any other show. I tell you what, they might not have been watching it, but it was definitely running at that time of day. Yeah. I miss watching it with my grandma. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Mel, thanks for coming on again. Thank Uh, you. You didn't bring this episode, but I think you brought a certain amount of sophistication. We knew who had to be on this episode when we got the suggestion. And thank you so much for leading us through this absolute insanity. Pleasure. Anytime. I'm sorry Cassie interrupted so much. Um... Listen, she wanted to get that Galapagos uh, turtle <laughs> bit. Shit into the fiasco. <laughs> For some reason. And I don't know why, but recently every episode, when we stop, fin- like, stop recording, she'll be like, please don't cut the bit where I, I, I talked about shitting my brains out mm. on an island designed purely for turtles to live on. Don't mention the fact that I dug the deepest hole you've ever seen and I filled it to the fucking brim. You, you, you know what, Mark? You're, you're bringing it up and uh, you've actually given me uh, the bravery I needed to actually mention that you've been leaving before me the past few weeks. Yeah. Um, and she keeps saying, hey, Kel, come check out this, come check out this shoebox, come check out this shoebox. Yeah. And I get, I got close to it the first time she asked and it's, it's just, it smelled so, so bad. bad. And I couldn't, I said, no, Cassie, I actually think I got to go. Yeah. Um, and uh, to tell you the truth, I just run. Yeah. I just run. And I just hear in the behind me, yeah. I don't know why the turtles are so relevant to the story. I think she chucked a turtle in. If I'm being honest, I think she filled a hole with shit and threw a turtle in it. She shit down the turtle's neck? Mark? I don't know. I, I, the turtle was covered in shit. We know that to be the, the goddamn truth of the whole story. She kept saying, "She kept saying, what was I to do? There was no public toilet on the island. But it's like, it's like just fucking hold it, mate. You were there for like five minutes. Thank you so much at home for listening. If you have any <laughs> test pilot recommendations, write into testpilotpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening at home and uh, have a very murder she wrote 
day. Angela Glansbury, have good for you and the refreshment crew are coming by later on to give you all the, all the, all the, all the chopsticks and the, French, and the French fries that you could ever need. Andy, can you please hit that button, my old Italian friend? <laughs>